Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 6 of the Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I'm your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne. I'm all about helping you transform your life in all areas into one that you're passionate about and to help you attract and have the love you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to change the way the world loves. So you'll learn how to have emotionally healthy, evolved, and conscious love and how to avoid toxic, painful, traumatic relationships, which just are too prevalent today. It's time to help you create the life you desire and have the love you deserve. So if you have a personal concern, I invite you to meet with me for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session this week. Just sign up at my website at rihannamilne.com. So let's dive in, love angels and transformers. Today is a replay of an interview that I was on with Kiri Honey for the summit, The Secrets of Falling in Love Again to Have Renewed Intimacy and Better Communication. This is a replay of that interview. Enjoy it. And thank you to Kiri Honey for hosting me for her summit. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us. This is Kiri Honey, host for Falling in Love Again Season 1. In this virtual event, you are discovering the secrets to great communication and renewed intimacy and affection. So as parents, you can connect the way you did before the kids, even if it feels like it's too late. Today, I'm excited to introduce Rihanna Milne, who is here to discuss healing love trauma to have the love you deserve. But before we get into that, let's learn a little bit about her. Rihanna Milne is a certified global life and love trauma recovery coach, a certified clinical trauma and addictions professional, a certified mindfulness coach, number one best-selling author, the host of her podcast called Lessons in Life and Love, an educational speaker and licensed mental health counselor for over 21 years, living in Palm Beach County, Florida. She was also a life and dating coach for the docu-series Radical Dating, Finding Lasting Love Over 40, and her client is now happily married. Rihanna specializes in helping those who have had past childhood or love relationship trauma to heal, transform, and thrive, leading them to create the life they desire and to have the love they deserve. She offers coaching programs to both straight and LGBTQ singles and couples globally for ages 16 to 76. Brianna's number one bestseller, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free from Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve, and Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success, addresses life, difficult transitions, personal transformation, the mindset for success, and having loving, conscious relationships with yourself and others. Hey, Rihanna, and welcome to Falling in Love Again Season 1. I'm so excited to have you here to share your wisdom with us all. Hi, Carrie. How are you? And hello, everyone. I appreciate you asking me to share uh, some thoughts and ideas with your listeners today. All right. Well, we're super excited to have you here. Now let's get into it. Can you tell us a little bit more about your work as a life, love, and relationship coach and how you came into it? Sure. Well, I always wanted to be a counselor. I was very teased and bullied in middle school and asked my mom to go see a counselor. And she said, no one in this family will ever go to 
a counselor. Hmm. So I laughed and I said, then I'll grow up and become one. And that's exactly what I did. I was reading psychology today at age 14, along with Vogue magazine, because I was modeling back then. So that kind of started the curiosity. And very early in life, I lost two of my significantly best friends, once at age 16 to a drunk driver and once my Penn State girlfriend who was murdered by her boyfriend. I turned spiritual at that time for my healing and started really reading the masters, the Dalai Lama, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Marianne Williamson, the Miracles, Tony Robbins from the age of 17 on. And I really got into mindset work. And at 26, I opened a model and talent school and agency. And for 10 years, my mindset work were taking small town people and putting them on the map. And they realized their dreams and goals and whether it was singing, acting, modeling, dancing. And it was fabulous working with people's dreams. So I raised my girls and went back to school and got a triple master's in psychology and opened my company Therapy by the Sea in Southern New Jersey. By 2009 and 10, there was a coaching certification with RCI, Relationship Coaching Institute. And I took that for both singles and couples for life and relationship skills because I really love the coaching model. It's very educational. And I'm all about that, you know, teaching people what they need to know to heal and prosper and move on to create the life they desire and to have the love they deserve. The way I got into the childhood and love trauma work is that I had two love traumas, one early on in my life and one later in life. My question to myself was, why do I end up with toxic people when I'm really a nice lady? (laughs) What is going on here? No therapist could tell me why my ex-husband did what he did. Nothing was described in the DSM-4 for psychologists. So I just started doing my own research and I realized he had quite a lot of childhood trauma as did my my clients over the years, whether it was the mental health ward that I worked in with kids ages five through 19, the women from the prison system, the teens in the drug and alcohol facility. And I worked at every grade level in schools with kids that were coming from traumatic homes, ages, kindergarten, college, all that experience. And then watching what happened to my own relationships, it's like trauma is rampant and no one is talking about it. Wow! Yeah. So in 2012, I created the Childhood Trauma Checklist and started educating about childhood trauma. And I was one of the early pioneers talking about how this impacts people in life, love, and business success. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so that's how it all began. Yeah, wow, what a what a story. Can you tell our audience how that trauma is holding you back from having a life and love relationship they dream of? Yes, it holds you back in all life areas. The reason is unhealed childhood trauma leads to negative fear-based thinking and being. We'll go into the ways it shows up in love after I describe what the 10 traumas are, but if you don't heal this, it holds you back. It holds you back from the courage you need to take the steps to grow in business. It holds you back from daring to go out and date again, Mm. but with a very educated mindset versus coming from a place of desperation or lack. And, And you have to heal the dynamics that you grew up with or you are bound to repeat them. The brain likes to keep a person in homeostasis, meaning it likes what it knows. Mm -hmm. So when people fall in love through chemistry, it is one of the worst ways to pick a partner. Yes, you have to have an attraction factor. 
But the problem is if you go by chemistry, then you are pulling into your life the dynamics that you grew up with that are probably unhealed if you did nothing to heal them. You alluded to the top 10 traumas. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell us what those are? Yes. Now this comes from my own childhood trauma checklist. Like I said, I developed Mm -hmm. it in 2012. There are more than 10, but the top 10 is always easier to talk about. So as we share with the listeners, I want to encourage them to feel that this is not about blaming your parents at this stage, because Mm -hmm. the research shows trauma goes through at least three generations. So if you have it, so did they, and so did their parents. And also when I did the research back then, they were saying 90% of people experience childhood trauma and at least three to four on my list. However, today, 2021, this year, they are saying 100% of people have childhood wounds. So we're just going to go into that look at this list as factual. Did you experience it or did you not? Yeah. Okay. So the first one is if your parents or caretakers had any addictions, and I do name 12 of them as an addictions counselor. So it's drugs and alcohol, sex, meaning you knew your parent was a cheater, porn, gambling, hoarding, spending, eating, gaming, TV watching, workaholism, and social media or computer addiction, meaning you're more on the machines and you are interacting with your child. Okay, number two is verbal messages. So how did your parents argue when they had a disagreement? Were they yelling and screaming at each other? Did one scream and one shut down? Did they both shut down and didn't talk about it, were angry for days? This pattern that you witnessed and were a part of being a child in the home is the pattern that you would tend to go with as you grow up. Also, verbal messages could be how they treated you when they were mad at you. Did they scream at you or shut down? And did you hear the words, I love you? And did you often hear compliments? Even if you didn't win an event, you would say, you know, you went in there, kiddo, and tried your best. I'm proud of you. You know, did you hear messages like that? Or rarely hear those messages. So verbal messaging is very important. Number three is emotional abuse and neglect. Number four is physical abuse, rape, or molestation. And any of these could be inside or outside of the home. So you could have had an ideal home life, but maybe got bullied every day on your way to school. Mm -hmm. So it's just childhood experiences. The next one is abandonment. And this is quite profound. And I named two types, fault and no fault abandonment. So a no fault abandonment is if a parent happens to die early. It also can include if your parents often serve at war. And I was in an elementary school when that occurred. And I got to tell you, so many kids were misdiagnosed ADHD because they were just emotionally checked out. When they're worried and stressed out, cortisol is high and memory and learning is low. I was a real advocate to trying to educate people, the staff, that I need time with these kids. We've meditated in my office to lower the cortisol levels. And this was way before meditation was talked about in schools. I'm talking 2001 to 2004 and five when I was in the school. So meditation and other things that I did with my students to help them learn better. But that's one of them. And then another no fault would be if your parent had to be away from home a lot because that's how they supported the family. And that was one that occurred for me. We didn't know that my dad was FBI and CIA. 
So he couldn't tell us where he was. And my mom didn't know and grew up saying, is dad coming home? Like, when's it going to come to dinner? We never knew. Okay. And then a fault abandonment would be never being in your child's life, being in your child's life while the couple or marriage stay together. Then if there's a breakup, you barely see the child. And then third, the person could have been in the house, but emotionally disconnected. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's the father coming home, goes from the office to his home office, comes out for dinner, goes back to his office and barely says goodnight to anybody. You know, that's a very yeah. uninvolved parent. Call that a fault, emotional abandonment. Okay. The next one would be if you were part of the foster care system, adopted or had to go live in another person's home, even if it's an aunt or grandmother's because your parents couldn't take care of you. I had a client say, well, what if I didn't want to go home because they were drunk and fighting a lot? I said, yes, that counts under that one. (laughs) Kind of being adopted by a family friend and being at their house more would fall under that one too. Okay. Trauma number seven is personal trauma. So this is anything you identify as not fitting in or not feeling good enough. So that could have been you were a heavy and overweight child when you were young or skinny and gawky and called names like the nerd. Could have been you were brainiac and teased for being smart. You could have been coming out as gay or lesbian and not been accepted for that. You could have been the only uh, Asian American in an all Caucasian school and teased for that. So it's just anywhere that you didn't feel accepted. Okay, trauma eight is around the siblings. So you could have had a sibling that was super mean to you and bullied you. You could have had one that was born with complications. So that commanded more of mom's and dad's time. So you didn't get much attention. And it also, primarily, I'd say most people identify with, um, if they had a sibling who was the golden child, the favored one. So they could have been the star student or the super athlete or more handsome or beautiful, but you just felt mom and dad really liked them more. Trauma number nine is two parts, family and community. So community trauma, everyone is going through that. So here's the hundred percent, which is COVID (laughs) pandemic. It is impacting people around the globe. Also community trauma is floods, fires, hurricanes, where it impacts communities at large or school shootings, mass shootings, anything like that, that impacts a lot of people at one time. And then family trauma is part of that, of course, because people could be losing their jobs. So It could be financial and lack issues, growing up in a dangerous neighborhood, moving a lot. Your family had to move. It could have been a military family. Like in the U.S., they have to move every two to four years. That makes the child the new kid in school all the time. That's really hard for them. Or, you know, just growing up with a lot of lack, lack messages or having a parent that wasn't incarcerated. And then number 10 is mental health issues in mom or dad. The two most difficult for a child to navigate, there are more, but these top two, is borderline personality disorder. I describe that as very moody. When you're good, you're great. But when you're bad, you're horrid. And the child never knows what they're going to get. Mm -hmm. And this adult would be screaming and yelling at things that would not upset anybody else in the least. So they're very difficult personalities. And then bipolar is manic depressive. 
So manic, people think that's the high and happy one. Well, it could be, but it is often tied to an addiction, like a drinking spree, a gambling spree, a spending spree. And then depression can show up as anger, checking out emotionally, or extreme fatigue. Those are the top 10 traumas. Wow. Do you feel like you have tried everything? Self-help books, therapy, relationship summits, retreats, online courses, podcasts, but you still struggle with toxic love, attracting narcissistic partners, ongoing anxiety, depression, codependency, love addiction, stress, moodiness, lack of hope, feeling stuck in your career, and you just can't seem to get love right. It's time to heal your unconscious behavioral patterns caused by unhealed childhood trauma. I'm Rihanna Milne, the love trauma recovery expert and certified life and love coach who helps thousands around the world. And I can help you too. I specialize in helping adults heal from unconscious childhood and love relationship traumas, emotional triggers, and dysfunctional behavioral patterns, which have been impacting them negatively in life, love, or business, to transform and create the life they desire and to have the love they deserve. Talk to me today at rihannamilne.com and get the free ebook below to learn more. I can definitely see how 100% of people fit into at least one of those. I can definitely identify a few that I fit into myself. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which you know, I hadn't really thought about. Um, mm -hmm. And I also feel how instantly stressed out that makes me as a, as a mother and like the things that I'm doing that would then impact them and cause trauma. That's a bit of a yes. terrifying yes. kind of thought. It's really important that the moms understand what the top 10 traumas are. Cause most people think of trauma, like, oh, I was in a car accident yeah. and that's what, something major. We call a big T trauma. But the little T traumas are these emotional things occurring on a regular, ongoing basis. Yeah. And these impact the brain and the body cells for trauma just as much as a big T trauma would. Being that your moms and knowing what the traumas are, yes, you want to do everything in your power to make sure your kids aren't being exposed to traumas. So if you're in a conflict, toxic relationship, Let's say you're a mom and your husband is very difficult and screams and yells and drinks too much. And you think you're staying together for the good of the kids. Mm -hmm. Let me assure you, it's the worst thing you could do for your kids. Mm -hmm. It's not keeping that family together when there's so much trauma going on inside the household. Kids are better off being with one peaceful, empowered parent mm -hmm. than in a toxic household. Very important. Can you give us some examples of the destructive and self-sabotaging patterns that may emerge in a relationship or within the self if they have not yes. healed from those traumas? Yeah, let's go through some of them. If you had trauma number two and seven, which are also a very common pattern, which is the verbal messaging of uh, being put down or not mm -hmm. giving compliments, not hearing I love you or hearing things like, no, I'm not paying for college for you. Why, why bother? Why waste my money? Mm -hmm. Things like that. Or had gone through traumas and, or you were bullied, trauma number seven. Very often that could lead to jealousy and control. 
So jealousy, just don't feel like you measure up, even though your partner does a lot to reassure you, you have a lack of trust, lack of Mm self-confidence and self-esteem, just because you feel what you offer is not good enough. So sometimes you hold on too tight, or you try to control your partner's actions, and that can Mm -hmm. make them angry and wanting to get away from you. Control can come from not being able to control your environment as well. You know, if you had a very dramatic household. You might crave control, which can work in the workplace very well, but not in a relationship, especially the pattern of a woman controlling a man over and over again. Mm -hmm. This will get a man very upset because now the male ego is being, quote, attacked. Okay, where does lying and manipulation come from? That could be, let's say, a little boy scared to death to show his dad, who's an alcoholic, he he got an F, so he lies and makes it an A, and gets away with it and that learns early on, wow, lying works. It, it protects mm-hmm. me from getting beat. So lying then becomes a normal pattern. There wasn't much love and affection at home. This little boy could go in and schmooze and charm his female teacher to try and get better grades so he doesn't get hit when he gets home. That usually both come manipulation and lying come from the fear of being punished perfectionism is like walking on eggshells around your parents. So you try to be the perfect child. So you wouldn't get yelled or screamed at trying to keep the family peace, Mm. impulsivity, making risky choices. That's one of the worst to ruin relationships and hurt your partner. That often comes from someone coming from lack. Let's say the husband says, I want that red sports car and I'm going to get it. And she'll just have to deal with it because I deserve it. That is where they could be impulsive and get what they want and not really consider their partners and the household income situation. They just get what they want. A lot of women fall into people pleasing. It's hard for them to say no. They overdo for others. That makes them exhausted and angry and resentful. They often use it to raise their own self-esteem or to feel love. And came from trying to please a difficult parent. But I hear women and couples come to me and they say, I'm just so exhausted and nobody loves me like I love them. I do everything for my husband and my kids and nobody does anything for me. Mm -hmm. So that is stretched boundaries and people pleasing. We hear a lot of that with moms. If you had abandonment issues while you're growing up, you could tend to be clingy in your relationship or anxious when your partner is gone or just seeking attention from others. If your husband does nothing to make you feel cherished and loved, you may reach out trying to get attention from, you know, someone on Facebook or a high Mm -hmm. school sweetheart or something like that. Women usually cheat through Facebook, actually. Men are more prone to cheat in person live. So those are just a few of the things that I see on a regular basis. Wow. Yeah. And I can see how easily those patterns appear as well. I'm curious. So you mentioned quite a few. I'm just curious, Mm -hmm. which one is the most common that you see amongst couples that are struggling? Coming from abandonment issues is uh, the one that seems to be the worst. I see a couple of things go on. One is called RRS, Relationship Repetition Syndrome. Mm. So that can show up in two ways. One, let's say you get out of a toxic marriage and then you date 
and then you end up with someone toxic and then you date again and then there's another toxic person. So that's three repetitions of toxic personalities. That's usually when I see someone, it's like, why am I attracting these people into my life? I don't get it, right? That's that stage of, I don't know what I don't know. And it's very frustrating. I know because I've been there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then uh, the other way is where they break up. Let's say the woman consciously says, I know he's not good for me. There's so many red flags. He's upsetting me and the kids all the time. So there's a breakup. And then there's begging going on and take me back. And that usually lasts seven days to two weeks is the average. And then they get back together. And then the cycle happens again. And the studies show the breakup and get back together cycle is about seven times. This is the one that is most toxic for both the parents and the children to have to witness this over and over again. Yeah, I bet. How can someone heal their unconscious trauma? And what would happen if they don't take action to do this? How they heal is, you know, I created a program with my research. Mm-hmm. I have a 150 page workbook. It's activities that my clients do with me. So we're very much like a team. And this is why this is not counseling. This is coaching Mm -hmm. from what they put on their worksheets. I read them. I see what their needs are and then how I have to teach them. So it's really individualized depending on what their childhood patterns were and what is showing up in their love relationship. When I have a couple, I have to take partner A and partner B and dissect both of their childhood patterns and then teach them a brand new way to communicate around the emotional triggers that each is pushing in the other. Unfortunately, nobody was taught great communication skills in love relationships. Do you have the mindset for success? Or are you feeling frustrated in life or your career? or stressed you can't find love or happiness. Hi, I'm Coach Rihanna Milne, and I can help you turn your pain into your purpose and passion by using my Mindset for Success system. Learn the Motivational Mindset for Success coaching system that has helped thousands of my clients over 40 years, and it can help you too. It's time to create the life you desire and to have the love you deserve. My first degree from Penn State's in speech communication. So it's very important that they learn the proper communication tools to be heard, to listen well, to share your point of view, but not force your opinion upon another and work together as a team to help heal any issues. There's never a reason for ever yelling in the household unless someone's in harm's way. So if you're in a household where there's a lot of yelling and screaming, the couple really needs to get help. Are there any key tools or strategies you could share with us today that our audience could take home to try to improve this? Well, I I do a lot of deep things. I treat holistically mind, body, spirit. So one of the things all my clients do is meditation because Mm -hmm. in quantum physics and science, it's proven meditation calms anxiety, depression, cortisol levels and blood pressure and increases dopamine and serotonin levels of your brain, which are your happy chemicals. And when I'm healing trauma as a certified clinical trauma professional, which is CCTP, there are many, many strategies I have in my toolbox to use, but it really depends on who's in front of me. Mm -hmm. Don't treat all of them the same. However, they all will learn my method of meditation 
They will all do biology treatment with me, which is usually session one. I will do vitamin therapy with everyone. We will discuss diet and exercise and what you do for fun and relaxation, communication styles. I mean, there's so, it's very, very deep. My clients work with me from four to six months. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tools to teach them over the six month period. And then (laughs) it takes practice. Um, Yeah. In all my trauma work, it says it takes about six months to heal the trauma and be completely beyond it so that your conscious awareness is more in charge and the unconscious emotional triggers or the unconscious acting out and normalized patterns. So that's what we change. I definitely agree with the power of. meditation so interesting working with you on this and and how they can heal those big trauma issues can you just quickly for us can you name five things that are in an emotionally healthy evolved and consciously aware relationship sure this is part four of my book love beyond your dreams so there's a lot in there too about what is the emotionally healthy relationship Balance is one thing I talk about, and I do a lot of balance triangles like mind, body, spirit. For couples, it's me, you, and us. So you have to have enough quality time for yourself that could include your work time, your working out or exercise or yoga, time with your friends. I see a lot of short changing of the women where the men will work, then they don't cook or help clean. And then on weekends, they want to be out golfing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when is the woman? So if your balance triangles are off and you're feeling anxious and sad, this is usually why. There is not enough time for the woman to do her rejuvenation. That's really important. I tell my couples, it's you and me against the world, meaning nobody else is more important. And you have to put your partner first, then your kids second. Mm-hmm. And the problem is most parents put their kids first and their partner second. Yes. And the problem with that is by the time they're out of high school, the couple's divorced because they're not spending enough quality time with each other. Or they say the quality time is going out with a group of six people. The men talk at one end of the table about sports scores mm-hmm. and the women are talking about something else on the other ends. Yeah. That's the worst way. That balance should be four to one, four to one couple time to one group date. Continue to date your partner and put that as a priority. You have to have shared interests. Uh, the fun factor, common interests, hobbies, shared activities that you enjoy together. Some of the other things, solid foundation, the ability to trust yourself and each other. You share your, uh, your moral values as a couple, very important. Flexibility, open-mindedness, you have to be caring, easygoing, willing to listen with open heart, open mind understanding of your partner's feelings, friendship. You've got to fall first in love with by friendship. They should be your best friend, your buddy, so that you respect each other. You're reliable for each other. You're kind. You each act as a best friend. Intimacy is a balance of love, deep friendship, daily affection, and fulfilling romance. And a lot of men like show connection most of the time, and then they want sex. And a woman just is not emotionally connected. Mm -hmm. So I have to really educate my couples on intimacy and making sure there is love and passion and romance in the relationship. It's funny. I had a couple come into my office and I said, well, when was the last time you had a date? 
And the guy's eyes go up to the ceiling, meaning he's thinking, he can't figure it out. He can't remember. So obviously that's way too long. Yeah. He goes, well, why do I have to date her anyway? I married her. I said, so you don't want sex anymore, right? And he got really quiet. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, well, yeah, of course. And I said, well, that's how she feels about being taken out and being felt special. Yeah. I have to teach them that this is ongoing if you want a happy marriage. And here's another tip. One of the top qualities of a happy and long lasting relationship is spirituality, a belief in faith and greater something than yourself. And you worship together. It doesn't necessarily churches and synagogue or temple is one way, but could go both go to the beach and meditate together because Mm -hmm. that's your prayer time. It just has to be, you know, spirituality is a way of being 24-7. And most people that come to me don't have any concept of spirituality. And once they learn it, it's amazing how their relationships turn around. Wow, Rihanna, there was a lot of amazing information in there. So many gold nuggets. Can you, just while we come to the end of our our interview here, can you briefly sum up all this wisdom for our listeners? And then I know you have a few incredible free gifts. I was wondering if you could share those with us as well. Yes, of course. Just go to my website. It's rihannamilne.com. And on the homepage, you'll find my free ebook there, going into the childhood love trauma connection more. I have four free love tests. So that's whether you're single or couples, they will apply to you. I have free book chapter downloads, the first 60 pages of Live and Love Beyond Your Dreams, my number one best-selling book. So get those in the book section. And if anyone's concerned about what they heard today and they definitely want to meet with me, there is a special going on during COVID to help couples keep it together to meet with me for a life and love transformation discovery session. However, I must do partner A and partner B separately. It takes me a full hour per person. There's five assessments there. And I get to the root of the issues, what's going on. And then I would meet with you for free as a couple after that to discuss what I see happening. And that is very informative. And that would get you going on starting to the healing process. That is very generous. All those amazing gifts will be great. Before we say goodbye, I have three quick fire questions for you. Okay is what's your favorite date night idea? Yeah, my favorite is uh, a romantic dinner, then going to the comedy club. I love comedy. I love to laugh. Yeah. And then going dancing afterwards to a great dance band or a DJ. I've been a dancer my whole life. So that would be a very romantic and fun night for me. Yeah, that that sounds like a lot of fun. So your next question is, what's your favorite way to bring fun into your life? Traveling and time with my partner. We could be doing anything when we're together. We usually have an amazing time. I love travel in general to exotic European places, which used to be fantastic. So (laughs) that's my number one fun factor or hanging out with my daughters and my grandkids. But travel's got to be number one. Um, And lastly, what do you think is the biggest mistake people make in their relationship? It's what I call false negative assumptions. You assume your partner's doing something. um, You'll blame them before you ask them or have a discussion on it and not listening with an open heart and open mind. So if there's an issue, you really need to know good communication skills. So you're working more as a team. 
You're not looking to win battles because you will lose the war. You're looking to work as a team. Super yes. important concept. Wholeheartedly agree with that. That was, was great. Thank you so much, Rihanna. You're welcome. I it hope was, that was helpful. Yeah, it was so amazing chatting with you today. So many gold nuggets in there. I'll have to listen to this again and again and again to get, <laughs> to get them all. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me, Carrie. Have a beautiful night. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in today. Okay, love angels and transformers. That's all we have time for today. I want to thank Carrie Honey again for inviting me on her incredible summit. And I hope you learned a lot today. We appreciate you sharing the love and the missions of helping me change the way the world loves by sending this show link to your friends you love and care about. Please take a moment to subscribe to the channel and give it a five-star rating. And please comment on what you liked about the show and what you might want to learn in an upcoming podcast episode on LessonsInLifeAndLove.com website. You can easily share the show from there as well. Remember, you can reach out for help from me during the week at my website, RihannaMilne.com. And be sure to get my free new ebook, Have the Love You Deserve. There's also book chapter downloads of my number one bestseller, Love Beyond Your Dreams, and the sister book, Live Beyond Your Dreams, as well as the four free love tests for singles and couples. And be sure to visit my YouTube channel with over 250 educational videos. Because as always, I am here to help you create the life you desire and to have the love you deserve. Have a very blessed and fabulous week. Hi singles, are you really ready to have a love relationship? If you're not sure, it's time for you to take the love test. Couples, you're in an exclusive relationship. Do you or your partners have any of the red flags you should be concerned about? Do you think you or they have childhood trauma? Go to RihannaMilne.com and do the free love tests. There are tests there for both singles and couples. If you have any concerns after taking those tests and reviewing the answers, then sign up for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session and Assessment. This is a one-hour private session with me where I go over your love tests and get to the bottom of where you're stuck and what the next best move would be to get you on your way to having that life that you desire and the love that you deserve. It's time to learn how to move forward to reach all your goals and dreams. Go to RihannaMilne.com, my website, and sign up for the free love test or simply just directly go to the Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session tab. And I look forward to meeting with you to see how I can help you best. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a session with Rihanna. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.